Just for a moment, consider this. Russia is establishing a naval base in Iran in a similar arrangement to that of the United States 5th Fleet in Manama, Bahrain, or 7th Fleet in Kanagawa Prefecture in Japan. Doing so, Russia possessions itself to challenge the United States militarily more openly than ever before. In this video, I am going to provide you an in-depth analysis of what Russia-Iran cooperation and partnership consist of and what it means for the future of the global order and security. Our sponsor for this show is Noble Gold. My name is Dr. David Walalu, and you are watching Geopolitics in Conflict. Our information indicates that the Iranian government is preparing to provide Russia with up to several hundred UAVs. Some of this is about the optics, about this, the way this might look to the West, that Russia and Iran are moving closer. And they're trying to show that they are very supportive of one another and there are going to be a united front against the West. But here is a brief history before we delve deeper into this. Relations between the Grand Duchy of Moscow and the Persian Empire, Iran, officially started in 1521 with the Safavids in power. Past and present contact between Russia and Iran have long been complicated, multifaceted, often wavering between collaboration and rivalry. As argued in my Iran book, Volatile State, Iran in the Nuclear Age, Relations between Russia and Iran went through different stages that reflected the changing geopolitical landscape. Khomeini's return from exile and acquisition of the helm of power in Iran back in the 70s forced the relationship between Russia and Iran to move from territorial dispute to an ideological one. Russia, known then as the USSR, tried to influence Iran and pull it into its communist orbit in the Middle East. But Russia found that objective very challenging. Today, the geopolitical landscape is different. Both countries share a common enemy, the United States. Both countries are sanctioned by the United States. As a result, Iran and Russia decided to put their differences aside and work together in areas of finance, military, and energy to form partnership with long-term objectives. Noble Gold Investments is pleased to let you know that gold was the best investments class for 2022. Real estate, crypto, stocks, and bonds, gold outperformed them all in 2022. Noble Gold Investments helped thousands of clients buy real physical gold. According to longtermtrends.net, gold outperformed the S&P 500, the Dow, and Bitcoin in 2022. Had you invested in the S&P 500 a year ago, you will be down more than 20%. If you invested in Bitcoin a year ago, you will be down more than 65%. If you invested in the Dow a year ago, you will be down almost 10%. Yes, gold has outperformed them all in 2022. 
and silver was not far behind. So what are you waiting for? Join the thousands of others by opening a gold IRA or a silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments. Invest with Noble Gold Investments before the end of this month and you will bag a free quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star reviews. Call Noble Gold Investments today at 877-646-5347 for no-pressure consultation, only conversation. Yes, that's 877-646-5347. If you are not ready to invest, download the Noble Gold Investments Guide Scroll down below and you will find the link in the description box. For mobile users, click the more button to find the link. And remember, there is always a risk of investments and there is no guarantee of any kind. Let's look at the financial sector. In the financial sector, Russia and Iran are integrating their banking systems in order to get around being banned by the SWIFT the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication, the critical communication system for global bank payments. Several Iranian central bank's officials confirmed the partnership with Russia's central bank recently, as it was reported by Reuters. The new communication system forced by Iran and Russia will connect roughly 700 Russian banks and 106 foreign banks from 13 other countries. Russia is aiming to use the new system to increase their trade value with Iran to about $10 billion a year, according to recent reports. Russia also plans to work with Iran to develop a gold-backed cryptocurrency to challenge the U.S. dollar. Mohsin Karimini, the deputy governor of Iran's central bank, said, and I quote, Iran banks no longer need to use SWIFT with Russian banks. End of quote. In another statement posted on Twitter by Mohammed Farzin, who is Iran's chief central banker, he stated, and I quote, the financial channel between Iran and the world is being repaired, end of quote. And by the way, Iranian banks were first ousted from the SWIFT in 2018 when the United States reimposed sanctions on Iran. So, select Russian banks were also banned from SWIFT last year after Russia's incursion into Ukraine. So being barred from SWIFT led to serious consequences, economic that is, for both nations' banking system as the Belgium-based messaging network is critical to facilitate financial transactions between banks. SWIFT links over 11,000 financial institutions in over 200 countries, sending on average 42 million messages a day, according to its website. So here's the thing. The ban 
also effectively blocks Russian and Iran from their foreign currency reserves, making it difficult for them to fund their respective economies. But Russian President Putin has rebuked Western efforts to isolate Russia from the global economy and previously said Russia would respond by strengthening its ties with friendly nations. It's taking a particular interest in deepening ties with Iran, which has struggled economically aimed heavy Western sanctions. So Iran will continue to struggle economically unless the country seek economic growth. Iran's Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei said recently in a televised speech, according to Iran Statistics Center, inflation has skyrocketed past 50% and over half of the population lives below the poverty line. Russia and Iran are reportedly working together to launch cryptocurrency backed by gold with the idea that the stablecoin could replace the US dollar for payments in international trade. So the two sanction hit countries wants to issue a token of the Persian region for use in cross-border transactions. Russian news agency Vidmosti reported recently. So the plan is to launch it in a special economic enclave in Astrakhan in southern Russia, which already handles Iranian shipments. And by the way, Astrakhan, with a population of about 500,000, is a city in the southern Russia in its European part. It lies on the lower Volka River, close to the shores of the Caspian Sea. It's about 28 meters below sea level, making it the lowest city in Russia. So, those payments are typically done in a government-issued currencies, such as the US dollar, Russian ruble, and Iranian rial. But the joint project will only be able to move forward once Russia's market for digital assets is fully regulated according to a top Moscow lawmaker. In September 2022, the Bank of Russia accepted the need to legalize crypto for international payments to soften the impact of financial sanctions, but has yet to clarify its plans. In recent months, Russia and Iran have accelerated their push to de-dollarize, to move away from using the greenback in commerce. Both Russia and Iran aim to increase their volume of trade, as I said earlier, to about $10 billion a year via moves such as developing an alternative to the SWIFT system. But make no mistake, the US dollar remains dominant as the top currency for trade and foreign reserves even though it soared over 12% in 2022, fueled by Federal Reserve interest rate raises, but a trend towards de-dollarization has begun. I argue, as that appreciation makes trade more expensive for buyers holding less robust currencies, and as countries seek to move away 
from US exposure. China for another has started to push for the yuan to replace the dollar in oil deals, given its increased trade with Russia. The rise of the so-called petro-yuan could spread its influence across Asia for crude transactions. Meanwhile, Russia and China have joined forces on another de-dollarization project. Recently, Russian President Putin said that Russia was looking to develop a new reserve currency with other BRICS members. On the military front, before addressing Iran's military capabilities, one must shed light on its military historical strength. Doing so paints a clear picture of elements that assist Iran in sustaining the strength of its military apparatus. Of interest in this discussion is how, despite the changes in the global geopolitical landscape, mainly the end of the Cold War, Iran remained committed to disallowing the political changes on the global landscape to impact its military readiness. While many countries, be they in the West or the East, reorganized their military structure, number of troops, and so forth, Iran did not follow a similar path. The reason is that Iran's continued concern over and perceived threat from two main hostile nations, the United States and the United Kingdom, convinced Iran military leadership to maintain military readiness and high troop numbers. So the question becomes, have embargoes imposed by the West undermined the developments of Iran military capabilities? Theoretically, the answer is yes. However, reality suggests otherwise. On the one hand, the embargoes compelled Iran to find ways to modernize its weapons through domestic productivity. On the other hand, the embargoes made Iran vulnerable to countries like Russia. But Russia sees an opportunity to support Iran's military efforts in return for the provision of a platform on which Russia can forcefully reassert itself in the Middle East, for example. Suffice it to state for now that Iran's missile technology, for instance, as part of its domestic military production, raised legitimate questions and serious concerns, not only within the Middle East, but also in the West. Of interest is Iran's possession of short, medium, and long-range missiles, dubbed Shahab, an Arabic term for meteor, that can reach Tel Aviv. Moving forward, as argued in my Russia book, The Dynamics of Russia's Geopolitics, Remaking the Global Order, Iran could get higher-end military technology and weapons system from Russia such as the Su-35 fighter jets or Russia's S-400 advanced air defense system. And with the shipping of drones, Iran now can push for a fighter jets deal and lucrative economic and trade deals with Russian companies. 
which so far abstained from investing into Iran because of American sanctions. On the economic front, both countries, Russia and Iran, are busy building up extensive new trade network aimed at circumventing Western sanctions, including supply routes that can send military equipment from Iran into Russia through river and railway links, as well as through the Caspian Sea. So, the question becomes again, where does Iran-Russia 20-year agreement fit into all this? Iran and Russia 20-year agreement is a warning shot to the West. Because here is the thing, in their first meeting in person, back in January 2022, Iran President Ibrahim Raisi and Russian President Vladimir Putin displayed their commitment to stronger bilateral ties. In tandem with the exchange between the presidents, Iran's oil minister announced that Tehran and Moscow has made, had made rather stride in commercial agreements across the energy, transportation, and banking sectors. However, the most significant takeaway from Raisi's visit to Moscow was his presentation of a draft 20-year cooperation agreement between Iran and Russia. The deal or the agreement intended to update an earlier economic cooperation pact signed back in 2001 proposes increased collaboration in security, transportation, and trade initiatives between Russia and Iran. What's interesting is that the deal resembles the 25-year cooperation pact Iran has with China that recently became operational. While some uh, support uh, in uh, an Iran-Russia deal to diversify Iran's commercial dependence away from China, critics fear extraterritorial concessions reminiscent of those made to the, to the Russian government during the Qajar period. For example, Russia's Gazprom and Transneft recently secured the largest stake in Iran's newly uncovered Shalus gas field. Russia estimated that the gas field could supply 52% of Europe's need over 20 years. Two Chinese corporations will share 28% of the supply, while the residual output of the gas field will go to Iran, KEPC Co. or KEPCO. Following further studies by Russia, the Shalouz discovery is now seen as essentially a twin field site, nine kilometers apart, with greater Shalouz having 5.9 trillion cubic meters. Yeah, let that sink in for a minute. 5.9 trillion cubic meters of gas in place. And lesser, the smaller field, Shalouz having 1.2 trillion, uh, trillion cubic meters of gas, giving a combined figure of 7.1 trillion cubic meters of gas. 
So mind you that only a few months ago, which is July in July 2022, Russian Gazprom, a national Iranian oil company, inked a $40 billion agreement for the development of oil and gas fields. Here is my conclusion for you. The difference in Iran and Russia's geopolitical interests raises questions over the extent to which a 20-year agreement will strengthen both countries' security, economic, and industrial collaboration. But even if a deal is expected to have few tangible benefits for either side, the prospects can give Tehran and Moscow the political leverage they seek in their negotiations with the West. If the situation in Ukraine is exacerbated, President Putin may look past his reservations over fully committing to Iran in a bid, in a bid to pressure the U.S. and its NATO allies from a different front. The Kremlin may also use the threat of arms sales to Iran as political leverage in negotiations over Ukraine. As such, a 20-year agreement may not offer an actual weapons deal, but the threat of one can be developed or deployed as a bargaining chip. Likewise, Iran could use the, uh, the agreement to signal it will not shy away from alternative strategies should the United States sustain its economic sanctions. Well, one thing is sure, Iran's president, Ibrahim Raisi, will not wait for the nuclear deal to determine how the rest of his presidency will go. As always, prepare yourself for changing world order. Till next time. Bye-bye.